that was pretty banging. I don't know what's Technically, that was the best one you did. That's what you said. Welcome to the A Little Off Track podcast, recorded on Cherry Street in Galesburg, Illinois, with your hosts, Eric Hansen, Ted Bevenauer, and Mandy Balser. Seth's upbringing becomes pretty clear when you hear his music. Whether it's Grandpa, his favorite girl, or the famous bridge he grew up next to, his lyrics hit close to home right away. Father, a fiddle player, and educator, get ready for the music and musings of our friend and Maquan, Illinois native, Seth Coquit, on this episode of A Little Off Track. My daughter just came home and said she wanted to play the flute, and I was At like, not the flute. You should <laughs> let her. Really? It'll probably be the, like, if she starts with that instrument, it'll be the first one she quits. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like, if she started fair. with guitar, she'd probably continue. And Lizzo is making the flute cool, but... She is. I mean, we got a music teacher in the studio. Yes, everyone. I, I well, I shouldn't say everyone I know, but the the vast majority. I don't want to speak for all music teachers, of course. Yeah. Uh, but teaching guitar, I found they continue to play guitar after they go out from high school. So, <laughs> like the yeah. other instruments, maybe it's harder to find. Uh, How do I an outlet to continue an outlet to with? Do that, yeah. But. My daughter wanted to play guitar, like has always wanted to play guitar, and so for Christmas we bought her a guitar, and she's yeah. picked it up like twice. Well, just needs some motivation. All right, so like, <laughs> money. like spank her. No uh, money. Oh, right. No money's a good motivator. <laughs> uh, who knows? Maybe she, one day she'll just. Uh, I don't know. I guess I don't really remember how I started playing. Well, which ones did you start and immediately? I started with violin in fifth grade. So you fell in love with it. uh, Bob Olmsted, yes, from Knoxville, music teacher. Yeah, I I don't know Um, how many how many musicians that I know have mentioned Bob Olmsted's name. uh, as an influence in their life. And he's back teaching lessons in at his home. Yeah, that's pretty great. Yeah, awesome. I'm trying to match up my. uh, Where do you teach at? Peoria Heights. Really? Uh Yeah. Okay. uh, we're not doing traditional band. We're doing uh, it's called modern band. So it's like think of how uh, concert band or marching band evolved into jazz band. Mm-hmm. Right. This is just an evolution of that, basically. So jazz band to modern band, which is like learning how to be in a be a pop singer or something like. Oh, that's great! You know, just uh, so you learn guitar, you learn bass guitar and drums. And then we put bands together, keyboard. If if a kid wants to play trumpet or something like that, you know, I will teach them, and they'll they'll learn it over time. Now, it, uh, is this is this customized to how Seth wanted to teach music? Uh, yeah, it's an it's a program that already exists, though. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a lot of schools uh, nationwide, actually. But I would say in Central Illinois, we're probably one of the the first ones to do that at the Heights. Right. Um, 
And for me, it's more about like we didn't have the numbers to have a full marching band, yeah. Uh, yeah. Unless we combined the junior high and the high school, so it made more sense to just do. Uh, if I have ten kids, that's the perfect amount for a band program. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, uh, ten kids in a class. You know, right. what I'm saying for Has marching it- band, you probably need thirty kids maybe 20 i'm sure there's a lot of schools around here that get away with 20 kids fifth grade and is in band she plays the saxophone and there are 153 kids in her band yeah and that's just fifth grade that's amazing and sixth grade is like just slightly less than i want to say it like 130 kids wow so they have two separate bands at the junior high it's amazing but it's a cacophony dude I mean, For sure. like, it is, wow. Yeah. I had a cup like a, of cacophony yeah. this morning. Of, I was going to well, say, excellent use of the I'm word a, cacophony. Thank you. I haven't heard that <laughs> word in a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'm not to say in a bad way, the sixth grade band, we just went to a band concert the other day. And the sixth grade band was doing grade level two, which I guess is like early high school stuff. Okay. And it, like the syncopation, it was amazing what they were doing and they Good. broke out into a little jazz band and they did that and I can't wait for my daughter to get into the jazz band because it was scaled back um, but there were still probably 20 kids in the jazz band so like something even Good. more intimate than that I think yeah. would be awesome. What school is that? Lombard okay. is now oh, nice. in yeah. Galesburg. Lombard is now 5th and 6th grade. Yeah. It was junior high like Galesburg is a huge district actually. Yeah, yeah. it really is. <laughs> like, well, you're in Peoria. Peoria Heights. Peoria Heights. Is which that... is kind of on an island in Peoria mm, okay. uh, of sorts. So, uh we like our numbers are uh humble. Right. But mighty. Yeah, you know? I, I feel like I must have but a misconception of I, I think it's a perfect amount of students. It's it's a great because I get to know almost all the students, you know, I teach K through 12, uh, which I get to know kids from K through 12, which is mm-hmm. great. So, so by the time you like whip them into shape and refine <laughs> them and mold them, like by 12th grade, you've got a really kick-ass band. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Do you think this new approach has kind of reinfused some interest in the program? Yeah, and I have kids who uh, probably traditionally would never never done band if it were a traditional band, you like know, a trombone. I don't yeah, want to play. We have a, Guitar? we have a very diverse that. school, which is nice. So I can, uh, tailor to kids who are into like R and B and pop and rap as well. Like, uh, this year I want to get into teaching them how to record. So if they want to produce something, you know, I'll, I'll set them free on that. And with, uh, guidelines and, and grades, you, know? right, right. Like, you can't just do nothing. What kind know? of teacher but, are you? I'm just asking. Uh, 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 I feel it, like more of a, a coach. Yeah, I'm trying to coach the students to success. But as as a music teacher, do you, you know, do you care you're, if you're liked? Huh? Do you care if you're liked? Uh, or? It's it's yeah. not it's not the main thing I'm yeah, looking for. Sure. I'm looking for like <laughs> respect and them to take ownership of their. You know, but I can't education. imagine. I can't imagine but they don't trying like to communicate mis- that to a fifth grader who's yeah. thinking about lunchtime, right? And, sure. you know, PE. <laughs> they have priorities. So, is it? Yeah. Do you go by Mr. Coquit or is it Mr. C? Mr. Coquit. Mr. Some of the Coquit. kids call me Mr. Coconut because I. I like it. One day, told kindergarten that <laughs> this is what I was a new teacher, and I will never make that mistake again. <laughs> you told him, yeah. you've got to live with him yeah. for twelve Mr. years, Mr. Coconut. Man. You can't call me that anymore. You're in first grade. That was kindergarten only. So 
That's but, cute. You know. <laughs> so you're in East Peoria. These are the names you know yeah. you're called. Yes, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. There is that. That's I true. I just went on the Grandview Drive in East Peoria. Oh, yeah. Uh, in Peoria, which is next to Peoria Heights. So oh, if okay. Grandview yes, Drive, yes. Yeah. But it comes uh, out in Peoria Heights. It comes out in, yeah, it starts at, right? uh, what road is that? Galena Road and goes up. Yes. All the way to Prospect. Glen. So this is what on is the this is Drive? on the Registrar of Historic Places. It was built in like 1915, and it weaves up through a residential district of the most stunning historic homes you have ever seen. Yeah. That were beautiful when they were built, but have now been bought by yeah. all the doctors. I'm assuming. <laughs> well, yeah, And it's... have been invested and kept up. Um, and then on your right-hand side is the most breathtaking view of yeah. the Peoria River. Yeah, it's and exist? it was described yeah. by Teddy Roosevelt as the most beautiful drive in America. Wow! According to TripAdvisor. Yeah. Yeah. How have so, I never heard of it's this? It's a yes. two-and-a-half-mile stretch. You must go. This is way before drives were a thing Listen. when he said this. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, they didn't drive a lot of places. Wait, but. how does a how, how small-town boy from McQuan, Illinois, know all about the, the big city of Peoria? Uh, <laughs> I moved there. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> That'll do it. Interesting. But, uh, uh, kind of by... We only moved down there because out of college, like my wife got a job in Peoria Heights teaching, actually, yeah. back in 2011. But you enjoy it. And uh, Yeah, Peoria's yeah. great. So yeah. you and your wife are both teachers. Uh, we're both teachers. Uh, she's the art teacher at cool. our school district, and I'm the music teacher. So we. Uh, oh, you're both, we and you're both in, in the same, same building? Yeah. So uh, what's that? You're both in the same district, same school? Yes. Oh, yeah. wow. Yep. Do you ride to work so, together? We do every I day. Love That's pretty this. great. Oh, right. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> there are mornings where I'm like, maybe it'd be better if we commuted separately. <laughs> <laughs> Just because, you know, I'm in my moods in the morning, like, a, don't want to go to work, or B, motivating myself to get ready for work, and just C, dropping kids off and like doing that whole It's a hectic yeah. time dance of day. It's yeah. like, I'm not ready for that at 6.30 in the morning. Yeah. Is she, is <laughs> she more ready than you are in that mode? Than- uh, no, we're both on the same yeah, page yeah, 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 in yeah. that regard. Is it like one building for K through 12? Uh, it's two buildings. So K through eight is one building, and then close to each other, same campus. Same campus, campus, yeah. So like, not only is it you guys commuting, but you're taking all the kids. Yeah. So wow, we are all on the well. Our daughter starts in kindergarten next year, but she'll be. We'll all be on the same schedule, which is Aww. super awesome. You know, there's a lot of <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of blushing <laughs> for the words yeah. here. And here we are We've talking like a bunch of old babies. people. <laughs> This is thirty-five. Wait, let's let's yeah. go back to when you felt really young. Uh, stayed up really late last night. Had some beers after a show. Did a show with your friends. Yeah, the, the Harvest Sons. Uh, yeah, Harvest Sons. Yeah, uh, full band last night, which nice. is uh, becoming more uh, frequent, which is good. Uh, we were doing a lot of acoustic stuff, but uh, we played at Sheets Creek last night in Spring Bay, and that was a good time. Yep. Let's uh, let's uh, go uh, all the way back. To um, when we met, I, I know you as the fiddle player in Frank F. Sydney's Western Bandit Volunteers. Yes, is that when I first knew you? Uh, yeah, I think so. Is that before you started uh, writing songs? Because then after uh, that, kind of dissolved. You, you I think that's up. probably when I started writing some more tunes. Yeah, like doing it deliberately. Yeah, <laughs> not just because I felt like it. Right. So Frank F. was um, the name gathered from the only guy who has ever hung in Knoxville. Oh, are you uh, serious? Yeah. 
Yates City. Oh, is Yates this, City? Yes, I take it this is a local podcast, so yeah. it's it's out there. So, yeah. but Yates City, no, this, we're we're huge in Sweden. Yeah, we no Belgium, we're Belgium, huge. we're huge in Belgium, oh. huge in Belgium. Huge. In Belgium. <laughs> all right, okay. so Yates City, close to where we're at right now. Yeah, yeah. it's all relative. Yeah. Well, I speaking. thought you guys said that it was Knoxville. Well, was he hanged? No, he was hanged in uh, Yates City. Or no, he was hanged in Knoxville, but the crime happened in Yates City. Oh, okay, okay. So you, yeah. You are right. Look at yeah. us. And <laughs> That's a big the deal. The Wikipedia of, of small city. Small. <laughs> a city, city, small city. Gordian uh, slip. <laughs> Frank, you have a, a bluegrass band where you, you played fiddle. Was that the only instrument you played up until that time? Or were you picking up uh, the guitar then? Yeah, I was picking up the guitar around yeah. then. I think I played guitar through college. Mainly. I watched with the guy who mixes our show. He mixes the masters. Uh, uh, my friend Billy. We were watching the the schoolroom performance, uh, and I said that fiddle player. Remember the school? Oh room? right, yeah. yeah. We did it in uh, Meg Robbins' uh, yeah. classroom. The uh, tiny desk concert. Yeah, submission that we yeah. did. Uh, uh, he, he was so, and I'm like, that's the kid we're having on. Uh, the fiddle player we're having him on and the I, podcast. I love to show my. Uh, students that video that video <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun for them to like what are you doing in a classroom but you <laughs> we're in a classroom that, right kid. now <laughs> is, is do you pick it up very often um uh, to play because you're an amazing fiddle player uh yeah i've picked it i play but it's fiddle and guitar all the time pretty much so so did you start with the fiddle was that the first thing you ever picked up yeah and i was uh so i was trained classically over in uh knoxville they do the uh Suzuki method, so that's what I was learning, which is like classical violin, so I can read music, and that's all great, but yeah. like fiddle is way more fun, because I can uh, kind of get off the page. Sure. And then eventually, my student teacher, who actually uh, teaches at Knox now, Justin Haynes, yeah. um, he was teaching me there for a while, and he actually gave me a few guitar lessons, which I didn't realize how valuable those were yeah. from him at the time, but... Mm-hmm. Now I do. <laughs> like Justin's, that dude is a—he's something else. He's going to be pretty busy with the Rutabaga Jazz, which starts uh, this, which is this week. Is that happening yeah, this week? Well, out. when this podcast airs, it'll already been gone yeah. in the books. <laughs> you missed it. When's, Sorry. What is yeah. the Rutabaga Festival? It. It's when this is, coming week. Uh, okay. Which is, this is the sixth. No, this is the seventh today. Yeah. Which is my wife's birthday. <gasps> oh, which happy I birthday! Did tell her happy birthday. Wait, but back to Rutabaga Festival. Enough about my wife. She let you come here on her birthday. <laughs> on her birthday. She's not even. In She's town, in Michigan. Man. She's happy. coming home from Michigan right now. Happy so. birthday did to Seth's wife. Did she go there wife. for her birthday? Um, she did. Yeah. So her and some friends went up there uh, to see the tulips. Oh wow! Is that a band? Uh, it's like a thing. <laughs> this is a flower. It's oh, a flower thing in, Pella, in Holland. In, in the Pella, Iowa. Uh, Pella has it as well, I guess. Uh, I don't get it personally, but, it's but also in Michigan, <laughs> they all bloom, but and then they go all, see them. Yes, yeah, it's it's really something. People travel from like all no, over the I, world, and yeah, that's a huge thing. And Holland, Michigan, that's where they went. So, um, her and some friends, but so that's why there you is one in Pella, Iowa, though. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, it was. It's this weekend as well because my husband knows that I've been wanting to go see it, but it just didn't time out for us. So. Oh. It's still on the list. Well, I mean, it would make sense that they're the same weekends because it's probably wouldn't it now that tulips be blooming at the same time? (laughs) There must be a lot of tulips there. (laughs) And don't worry about getting off track. That's why we called the podcast. Is it like going to a winery? Is going to a tulip festival like going to a winery? Yeah, I think so. It's really just women drinking wine while looking at flowers, right? Without their husbands. 
on their birthday yeah. Look at that one. <laughs> it's yellow. Yeah. I'll have another wine, please. Yeah, right. look. Pink tulip, pink wine. Yay. So Rosé all day. Husbands go with on things like this? No. Is what you're saying? I mean, mine was willing to take what me, but you know, yeah. he gets brownie points for those things. Girls so. and guys trips away uh, within a marriage are essential. There needs to be at least one or two a year. For uh, I go on really? one every year. Uh, yeah. This year we're going to Foo Fighters yes. in Milwaukee. Oh, that's uh, great. For our uh, it's a secret group that no one knows about, Mancation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, but we're all going to see Foo Fighters. And now I a lot am more ecstatic know, about that. Now and, a lot peop- more people know about Mancation. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what did you say? Mancation. You What's call mancation? It? You said that. Oh, we're not supposed to. Know no that. longer a secret. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the one rule about Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club. That's yeah, right. That's right. Or mancation. Or mancation. <laughs> Wait, yeah. where, where's the Foo Fighters show? Uh, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Uh, at the Harley Davidson Festival. That's it's like the 120th. Right. Yes. That is Harley rad. Davidson Festival. So, so it'll be it'll be a weekend like a, away. It's a yeah yeah. Nice. July. I think something. especially when you have small children, because you said you have a five and a one-year-old. Yes. Yeah. So I think it's so important to have those moments when you don't have to be mom or dad, because it is it consumes your entire existence as well. Yeah. It should. Yeah. Right. They're the most important thing. Um, but to be able to like step away and just remember who you were before you made a smaller version of yourself, <laughs> right. it's, it's really um, like yeah. restorative. It really is. It's uh, just interesting the two different directions. Like you're going to Foo Fighter and she went to Tulips. Yeah. <laughs> Both of which are going to involve, you know, uh, enjoying of other substances. My, did you guys see the Derby? The, the Derby? Derby? Oh, oh. <laughs> that's right. Did you watch? Uh, I won $0 on FanDuel uh, yesterday. Uh, Let me just log on there real quick and take a look. Who did <laughs> to you remind bet myself on? I shouldn't do that. What? Who did you bet on? Uh, I was looking that bet up right now, actually. Oh, okay. Hong Kong Harry? Do you guys was have it Hong people Kong on Harry? your Facebook? It was a superfecta. Superfecta. Do you have people on your Facebook who like get dressed up and do cute things for the Derby? Because I do, and I, I get a little jealous because they look so cute and they have hats on, and I'm like... Do they actually go, or are they just watching at home? I, they seem to be having parties of some kind. Yeah. 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 So, Wear a seersucker suit, put on a hat. Like, yeah, they're, it's a cute thing. I was watching it yesterday uh, because when my wife woke up yesterday morning, so again, we're time traveling into the past, uh, she woke up early to watch the coronation of oh, King Charles. yes. And I went outside and mowed the lawn and came back in, and both of my girls are still in their pajamas watching the coronation still. And, it took forever. Uh, then I went and did some computer work for a friend and came <laughs> back, and they're still watching the coronation. And uh, we're getting ready later in the day, and I'm like in the living room by myself, and I'm like, woohoo, Kentucky Derby. <laughs> I did no hats were harmed okay. in the watching of the Kentucky Derby in our house, but I was watching the like the betting app thing was crazy throughout, and I was like, yeah, like should I download for the coronation? Put, like, yeah, you know, can you fan duel? You can yes. fan duel for the coronation. Like, is the crown gonna fall off his head? That was exactly what the bet was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, no, it no. wasn't Eric, <laughs> but I think it would have been. I, do you get out of hand with the fan duel, or do you got it under control? Oh, no. <laughs> 1-800-BETS-OFF, like, bets off, bets off, Seth. I think we're I put just, down like 20 bucks yesterday. We just want to make yesterday. sure. Because, you know, some guys walk in the, the den, and they bet the ranch on a Sunday on the when yeah. the quarterback's going to you know fall down and break his arm or not. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. It's ridiculous. Good. All right. I'm glad you're all right. <laughs> what a... <laughs> 
I mean, me too. <laughs> what a fickle business gambling is. It is fickle. But it's so easy to do, right? Have you? What's, oh yeah. What's the most you've won on your on your phone? In? Uh, I think it was on an NFL. I. I I don't know. What'd you pull off? Come on, tell us. I mean, I've, I've won three hundred dollars before. Oh, Nothing crazy. Okay, okay. I don't. Yeah. Some people are winning way more than that and losing yeah. way more than that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to. So I, I think you have to be. I'm more able of the uh, the ten and twenty dollar better. Just doing it for fun to make the yeah. the game a little more interesting. Mm-hmm. Nice. So uh, my brother lives in New Orleans, and whenever I go down to biz- visit, and it's uh, NFL season, like at the bars that you go to, every bar has a quarters block that goes mm-hmm. on. So you bet. Five, ten, twenty dollars, depending on the board that you're on, and if you got the right numbers on the corners, you win. And it's you know, if you're betting on a five dollar quarter table, it's maybe you win twenty bucks. But if you're on a twenty dollar table, you might win a hundred bucks. But the bars are so smart for having that because they know if you instantly win a hundred dollars, guess who's spending a hundred more dollars at their bar that <laughs> night? It's like yeah. built in. We're gonna bring more cash flow in tonight. Back to the Kentucky Derby, I feel like they're on more than mint juleps. I mean, who would put on a ridiculous hat like that if they weren't really fucked up? I Losers. wanted to bring That's hats. <laughs> well, Losers. Losers. I was just about to say, I think my wife would really love I to. just said, I, I know. I beat everyone I want to it. I'm sorry. At the same time I just called losers. everyone out. I called you out. Oh, man. We're losing fans on this episode. I think ladies like hats. Wait, he's wearing a hat right now. Oh, (laughs) traitor. Our guest today is Seth Coquit. Find music from Seth's band, The Harvest Sons, on Facebook, Apple Music, or wherever you stream your tunes. Uh, Seth uh, Coquit is here. (laughs) Bring it all back in. Thank you. He's from McQuan, Illinois. Lives in Peoria. He's a music teacher, uh, but uh, loves picking up the uh, guitar. And uh, played uh, a show last night. Um, yeah. What, what went well last night? What went over well last um, night? Everything. Because we want to well. hear that song that yeah. went over Except really for, well. uh, yeah, we ran, oh, no, what, what, we, what we ran our own sound yesterday, and I'm not like the best sound guy in the world. Um, so when it comes to like fixing buzzing, uh, just mm. electrical issues. Uh, sure, sure. But, you know. But how was it at about 11, 30, 12 o'clock? Good it was, crowd. Uh, you yeah, didn't notice good. the buzz because everyone was buzzed. That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> good. It got better. Surprisingly. It was a good night. Better. Couldn't hear the dirty power anymore. No. <laughs> good. Dirty power. See, I got home and uh, it stormed like, it stormed uh, like it did. crazy. I heard the rain. Was more, there big boomers? Oh, yeah. Lots of lightning. Lots of lightning. Lots Tons. of thunder. Hail, too. And more tonight. I, I don't think we got it. It was hailing on my house do you have so to go bad in, last night. Do you have to go in and sing the thunder song with any of the kids? Uh, we probably will sing that on Monday. <laughs> Fuck you, Thunder. You guys After know it, it storms yeah. again tonight, uh, and all the kids keep their parents up. Right. <laughs> Seth Coquit on uh, a little off track, high above Cherry Street. She whines and she curves And she's home to many a bird And she's loved by those who know her banks She gets high, she gets low But she keeps a steady flow And she's home to many others and me Roots she holds down Along these river towns 
She sustains a life around her Spoon River keeps shining Spoon River keep winding Down your home banks of Illinois Well, fish and wildlife still cling to her side Natives did the same thing in one time Then settlers settled down And built farms up all around She's always kept away alive, alive Spoon River keep shining Spoon River keep winding Down your home banks of Illinois Forever you will be in good company Spoon River, I'll see you in my dreams. Nice. That was lovely. Seth, you know what I like about your songs, man? Like, and I remember this one from Frank F. Sidney, uh, the one about Maquan. Like, there's everything is like local uh, and double and tundra about. Yeah, I, I always try to think about like how a folk singer writes a song, and uh, I'm, I guess I was always. I, my earlier songs, I was writing from a sense of place, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the songs that I played, like that one, I wrote like back in or wrote them in 2010, maybe. You know, so that's 13 years ago, 15 years ago. Wow. And at that time, I was a different person. But and uh, so anyway, I, I would write from a sense of place. Yeah. That's where all that comes out of. I like it a lot, uh, man. Like, yeah. I, I like being able to visualize something while I'm listening to it. And it to make sense, and I guess a lot of that is because I'm from here, and like, oh, I can picture that, and then just the she gets high, she gets low, yeah. you know, like I'm. Oh, he's talking about his wife. Oh no, wait, that's the river. <laughs> right, that is the river. It it does sound like I'm talk like talking about a girl there for a while in that song. It's all right. <laughs> so in McQuan, could you go down to the Spoon River? Was there like a spot that you would go uh, sit on the bank? I, I and- grew up next to the Wolf Covered Bridge. So oh, like, hell I would yes. just go down there. That I, is a stunning. Are you the guy who burn it down? No. <laughs> okay. No, Confession. I didn't get here until after it was burned. Oh, I was okay. gonna say, did you beat <laughs> the asses of the guys that burned it down? That, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did explore there. I was like, sweet, they burned this thing. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. No, not cool. Yes. Yeah, Don't not burn cool. stuff down, <laughs> kids. Jokes are bad. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. so I had a little creek that ran through my tiny town of Little York. Yeah. And I'm oh, you haven't, this, you haven't written a song about it freak. yet. Hello. No, but I have a little story about it. Okay. So me and my girlfriends, Trisha and Courtney, we took little um, Tylenol bottles and we wrote like our deepest, darkest s- secrets, dreams and wishes and put them in these tiny Tylenol bottles <laughs> and we threw them out to the raging creek <laughs> <laughs> where they were found just a little upstream by some people we went to school with. And then they went and told everybody what we Next wrote. Next thing you know, the police are called. Oh, no. oh, yes. Did they know who it was from, though? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You like, signed we signed it. them or something. <laughs> I'm sure I Deepest, kissed darkest mine. Deepest, darkest secrets. Sincerely, Mandy. I probably dunked mine in my perfume or something. That's so great. Very, you know, melodramatic. So anyways, I, I think when you grow up in a local area like we have, you don't realize how the landscape affects you, but right. it does. It kind of seeps into you. Yeah. And then when you go away and you come back a little bit older, 
um, you realize just like how lucky you were to have that spot. Uh, yeah. And I was actually, it's funny you say that. I was going to bring up the fact that coming back to Galesburg, like once in a while is great. Like I love this town. Mm. Uh, it's just so peaceful here, you know, and like there's a, there's a slowness to it, which a lot of people don't like probably, but, uh, Peoria, I don't know. It's just it's a faster pace. Oh, like. yeah, Absolutely. it's a little frantic. And, uh, for me, uh, I'm lucky we live on a cul-de-sac, so that's, that part's nice. But it's like here, like the entire town is just at ease, you know. So because of Maquan, you kind of yearn for that too. You there's like lot, that. Quiet. I think there's a lot more tension in Peoria, <clears throat> which is you know, yeah, seeps it's, into yeah. It it's like this too. evil trade-off of lots more restaurants, but I. Bunch of crazy fuckers, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. What are you talking about? What's the town are you talking about? We got a lot more restaurants here. That's well, all we get. No. <laughs> good yeah. point. Good point. Access versus stress. Though. Yes. You know, it's Ooh, a trade-off. A, thank you for refining my thought. You're yeah. welcome, darling. Awesome. Anytime. What, who's who's still in, or what is in still in, in Maquan that you love? Still, folks there, you know. Uh, all my friends I grew up with. Yeah, I think. a lot of them. You know, uh, their families. Yeah. Yeah. Some of you are still there, so I don't. I don't get over there very much, though. I've, yeah. I haven't been over there. So, uh, although when I heard about the, the, you know, the guy, yeah, crazy. What stuff. happened? Uh, well, a lot of allegedly. Uh, a, a lot of allegedly yeah, okay. uh, killed somebody and put him in a storage shed. She's. Oh, yeah. Pending. Pending. Yeah, pending. Now, how long did she oh. kill him, or did she just hide him there after death? What was she putting in his? Was it Visine? Yes. She was putting. It was, it was Visine. Oh, eye drops. did kill him. Eye drops in his drinks daily what? over a, a, a huge that amount of time. That'll do it. That'll do it. Apparently. Why? Yeah. What Where is in, did she learn why? that? I mean, allegedly learned that. Allegedly yeah. learned CSI. Yeah, like oh, aesthetically. So many here. Criminal let's, minds. let's say she did do it. Yeah. How long does it take? Yes. <laughs> I mean. Just out of curiosity, <laughs> who are you trying to Asking kill? Asking for Seth? a friend. <laughs> how, they're such tiny bottles. I mean, how many do you have to buy? Like, like and, drip, drip, and at drip, what drip. point in Maquan does it set off red flags yeah. with the quantity of Visine that you're yeah, buying? You like, know, like, hey, girl, you only got two eyeballs, so <laughs> what's going this on? This is your third trip in here today. No, we haven't gotten another truck. <laughs> <laughs> wow, how interesting. Oh so gosh. Little York, you say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That... Do you know where it is? Yeah. You're not ever going to be invited back to McQuan and Kansas. There he is, the traitor. We told heard you. What you said. Don't talk about our town. Just sing that song again. Shut up and sing your song uh, about the creek. The creek. <laughs> the creek song. All right. Sorry, well, I'm sorry. sorry the bottles didn't make it down to the ocean yeah, where you hoped it would go. I know. <laughs> I know. I think in our young minds we, you know, had romanticized. That this. was so wonderful that you were. Th- you probably thought it was a big deal. Oh yeah, this. I'm sure we read an article in Cosmo about doing something like that. You know, just to be cool or something. <laughs> Who were you hoping got that Tylenol bottle? No one. God, no, I think. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Um, just. You just put it out know. there, man. Yeah, I think it was cosmos. Like a letter to the universe or something. Into the cosmos. Cosmos. You guys aren't oh, cut. Are we ha- do we have cosmos? No, <laughs> not, not right take, now. I'll take a cosmos. <laughs> yeah. 
I, is it, do you want that other fan back on? I know in 90, huh? 90 degree days, I didn't bargain for them oh. doing a podcast. How, I was talking about Galesburg well, there for a second, not. though. Turn the other one back on. The thing I love about Galesburg, go. I'm going to say, also, are like the houses are yes. just all very old but well kept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, not ours, but. Well, <laughs> not this one. Yes. If you looked at it walking up, at the, but it, it just takes so much money to keep up any so big old house. And you know. we've been here for sixteen and a half years. And honestly, I, if if anybody asks me, we just put all our money into memories. Yeah, we're like, yeah. we could throw that twenty five hundred. And I would assume a lot of them are rentals in, too. into that wood oh, repair. Yeah. So a lot of rentals. Nothing against the landlords out there, but they just don't keep them up as much as an owner would. Right? You know, why well, would you? But I know what you're saying about the winter, the know. houses. I had a friend of mine come over from Sweden, and um, I brought him up Broad Street because that's where we live, just north on Broad. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh my God, these houses! You know, like the big Victorians." Yes. And so we spent a day just like driving up and down, like Prairie, Cherry, Kellogg. Yeah. You know, uh, maybe not a day because it didn't take that long, but you know, just driving around and seeing something. Uh, that's out of the the Midwestern breaking the pr- uh, prairie past. Yeah. Which yeah. For... maybe it's because that uh, what's the thing at that protects the town from tornadoes? Oh, at what's Corpus the... Christi yeah. Church. So Saint I have a theory. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all these houses still exist because tornadoes can't touch this town. There you yeah. go. Is I'll it, take that. It's just a theory. Isn't it that a Knoxville thing too? Tornadoes <laughs> no. Don't no, it's not. It's no, just I, don't think uh, I think it's 61401. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> is how the, the, the saint that there's like a chip a of a bone fragment. Saint. I can't remember something the saint or something. But it's literally like a chip of a bone and they have this glass sarcophagus inside of Corpus Christi Church and they have like a wax dead person. Sarcophagus. Cacophony and sarcophagus. (laughs) I know, right? You got him busting out the big words today. (laughs) Both into the podcast. But like the wax dummy that's in this glass sarcophagus uh, has like the like a piece of the arm shaved off and the little bone fragment that they have of this saint you can see in their arm and supposedly that is what protects Galesburg. And you know, by by virtue it protects Knoxville because you're kind of in our wake. We're virtue adjacent. Yeah, you're virtue adjacent. <laughs> now, in reality, what it is is Galesburg is set a couple hundred feet lower than the surrounding area, so the winds blow that's over the top. That's what my of grandmother us. used to say. She used to say we're kind of we live kind of in a bowl, and yeah. that's kind of why and don't that's worry what about it is. It. It's not the saint. No. It's the surveyor of whoever <laughs> found it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Amen. George yeah, Washington Gale. It's his. It's all his. It didn't. Uh, the, the, the chip bone of this uh, saint did not <laughs> stop the straight line winds from taking out my neighbor's 300 foot tree and dumping oh. it across my, uh, my swimming pool. pool. A few years well, back. Hey, hey, man. Saints are tornado like. Specific, yeah. Duratios and straight line winds. They're not covered. Do not by apply. <laughs> Your little no. dust There's up. There's a disclaimer. Count. You need a different saint for that. Apparently. <laughs> High winds not applicable. <laughs> Uh, I do like your, the, your guy's mayor here. Seems like he's a very bright guy, and he's like he's really he seems really good. Yeah, know? he's awesome. We've heard he really uh, loves Scrabble, which I like. Okay, yeah. 
How have you heard that? I think he okay. gives. I think he gives a damn. I don't yeah, know how I know that. That's important. Mayor Schwartzman do I, play I, oh, a lot. Oh, I do know that because I my think. friend Lori Plunk. Oh yeah. Her friend Dave is friends with the mayor, and they had a conversation home from like some long trip, and he talked a great deal about Scrabble and how much they enjoy it. Wow. And I like that. Peter Schwartzman. <laughs> I loves, respect that. Love Scrabble. Good. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, hey. Do I tell people if I like Scrabble or not? Let's see. I don't like Scrabble. Yeah, my wife That's doesn't fair. like Scrabble. No. I can't okay. read. I'm more of a sequence so. guy. <laughs> There's not enough action in Scrabble for my wife. She kicks my ass, too. She's yeah. like, I'm bored. Can we do something else? I'm bored. I'm killing you. You take too long. So yeah, she does that. And she's like, and you take too long. You can't. Is there a rule on the time you take? I'm like, no, there's no rules. <laughs> there are rules. Stay out of the book. Actually. No <laughs> give, me, give me the dictionary and I will hurry up. Yeah, what exactly. do you guys do for fun, Seth? Uh, do you get a get out of the house without the kiddos, or do you just always take the kiddos and go somewhere and do some fun we, stuff? Uh, we have a great uh, Rolodex full of babysitters since we both work at yes. a high school. That's fabulous. Uh, and yes. so yes. we, uh, you might even say we take advantage of that. That's great. I think that's a good Because it's there, thing. and uh, I know. What how, are they getting an hour these days? Yeah, tell uh, me what you pay, and I'll see if that lines up with what I'm like, giving my girls. I think it's like 10 an hour. That's I, about right. 10's so, cool. They're good with that? I'm yeah. surprised by it. Like, usually I'll... They'll sit their phone down and pay attention like, to the kids for $10? Well, wow. you don't have to do that with a 10-year-old, but with a 1-year-old, yeah. that might be required. Yeah, <laughs> true. I mean, there's a lot more that goes to that. Do you, do you find that if you, like, supplement their grades, they tend to be more engaged? I don't do that. <laughs> I don't. I don't partake in that kind oh, wait, of. Well, I mean, thing. hypothetically, <laughs> Seth. Uh, I don't want to be uh, corrupt or anything. Oh, sure. <laughs> you know? sure. Keep it on the up and up. Corrupt and us with another song, Seth. Huh? Corrupt. Yeah. Corrupt what? us with another song. Okay. Yeah. What do you want to play? Uh, I'll sing a it's song. The, a little off track podcast uh, uh, audience needs to hear something. What would it be? Um, I'll sing a song I wrote called Old Timer. It's about my grandpa. I like it already. Residing in the house that great granddaddy built. Life's lessons worth of savings down at the gravel pits. Passed down an old double barrel and jeans that never quit. A few miles west of 78 north of Highway 6. He's an old timer. Floating through time The same old truck lasts 20 years Silverado 1993 Employed down on the assembly line Building tractors in Moline Made enough to keep the farm That he'd known since he was a boy 320 acres Henry County, Illinois He's an old-timer talking about Jesus and John Deere. Says he's storing treasures in heaven cause pretty soon he's leaving here. He's from the greatest generation of the greatest nation the world's ever known. He's an old-timer, an old-timer. He's an old-timer, floating through time. And he said our family plot 
Well, that's where us paupers lay Cause you can't buy a way to heaven With a rich man's grave Lord willing, I'll be buried on that hill someday Where the hay fields blowing and the oak trees sing For that old timer talking about Jesus and John Deere Such a storm of treasures in heaven Cause pretty soon he's leaving here From the greatest generation of the greatest nation the world's ever known. He's an old timer, an old timer. He's an old timer floating through time. He's an old timer, an old timer. He's an old timer. Floating through time. Woo! Nice. I love that. With Mandy, Eric, and Ted, it's the A Little Off Track Podcast. Stay tuned for more live music from today's guest, Seth Coquit. Jesus and John Deere. Yeah, but it does not get more Midwestern than that. Yeah. That <laughs> made me smile the whole time. Awesome, good. I'm yeah. glad. I'm just be happy. For yeah. grandpas everywhere. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Yeah, it's a pretty great one. It's I, so I haven't great. heard that one in a while. By the way, to the left of you on the floor, there's some water if you need it, buddy. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Tell me about the guitar. It just it has such a uh, like a raw uh, look yeah, to it. It's really uh, pretty. What are you playing there? It's an Alvarez. Yeah. I'm going to take a drink here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's all take a drink. Let's I'm all a take little, a drink. Uh, all at once. It's a little hot today. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my gosh. I am. If you're listening, to, the, if you're listening so to this sweaty. and the weather is cool. Good for you. Oh, you stink? I, it's like 10 degrees I'm warmer not, than but yesterday, but tomorrow it's 10 degrees cooler than today. So. Eric shut off the big fan in the room, but left the one fan on that points directly at him. Oh, so wow, he's like, man. I'm not hot. What the fuck but are you guys talking about? He's the skinniest <laughs> of us all. No, it was blowing on his mic and his guitar, so I turned it off. We can I turn understand. it back on for now. <laughs> oh, no worries. We can turn it back so, on. No, I, by I, the way, I've got some really cool treats at the end if you guys behave and don't gang up on me anymore. Well, fat I was going to share those before you leave. I'm Seth, installing but... a ceiling fan in here next week, though. Oh, are you really? Well, I am now. Okay. <laughs> he really is. Good, Good call. Wouldn't take it's us good. long it's at okay. all. So yeah. tell us about your Alvarez. Yes, oh, Alvarez. Yeah. Back so the to guitar. It. Uh, <laughs> it's an Alvarez Kazuyari. It's beautiful. Ooh. With, uh, actually, forgot the kind of wood that's on the top here. But Pretty. Uh, you'd have to see it, I guess. Which this is a podcast. Yeah, but you're being we'll take filmed. a picture. Yeah, you're being filmed. Okay, yeah. so I uh, actually got this from Dave about Music Makers. Yeah. Yeah, Dave Plunk. Uh, so it's a Yari. I believe it's a signature edition, but it's, uh, yeah, it's very distinct. Uh, and I, I love how it plays. I've never played a more easy to play guitar, acoustic guitar. Really? You know? um, so I love it. You know, it's. What makes it easy to play? Uh, just. How it's set up. I mean, come on, man. Do much to. I mean, <laughs> I need more info. Plus, it just has a great sound. Yeah, it sounds so good. But you know what? Know. You sound really good. You've, nice. you've got a great voice. You really do. Like our a little off track logo? Josh Dixon hooked us up with his mad graphic design skills. Put him on your next project and see his work at joshuadixonart.com. 
by the way, nobody in this room would go see a, a hologram band like with most of the real band there and then a hologram lead singer. Nobody in this room would pay nobody for that, would right? That. No, I would not. Right? You wouldn't do that? I mean, but what if someone gave you a ticket? They'd but pay for it. <laughs> pay for it. Would you also, pay it's for like it? being on FaceTime at a party. Nobody really wants you there. They did it. <laughs> fair. That's fair. Uh, you didn't you make it. You gotten a real You didn't invite. make it. <laughs> rock singer. Rock fair, singer. Fair um, Ronnie James Dio passed away. He died of cancer. Right. Uh, and then about five years after, they had a benefit and raised a bunch of money for cancer. And the whole band came back, all these great players, but they had a hologram Ronnie James Dio. Oh, that kind oh. of freaks me out. They did it with Etta James a few yeah, years ago. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not paying the ticket. I'm not paying. No. no yeah. It's uh, ZZ little... Top's... Uh, Concert was interesting. I went to ZZ Top. Yeah, last month when they came to the Civic Center. How, How was, was it with uh, one guy gone? Because I scored a free ticket, and that was that was great. Uh, Did they add a beard yeah, to they, the new guy? They had this like little <laughs> shrine on the stage, <sighs> and they played to a backing track, like him on guitar. Okay. So like the solo sections, like, yeah. Nobody be doing anything. Oh. There be a guitar solo. Dusty again. Hill's the one that passed away. I, by the way, on one hand, I there's like a suitcase or something on the stage, like a little candle burning and a beard hanging over it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, what I, that's why I wanted to see. Visualizing it, but it was it was interesting. That's the first concert I've ever been to like that. That's yeah. weird. So, mm. All right, which I respected it at the same time. So, would you have rather there have been a hologram there of him playing the soundtrack or I mean, just the that, suitcase? That band with those two guys being the and the drummer too. Uh, but by the way, so, ironically enough, Frank Beard is the drummer, the only guy in the band without a fucking without team. a beard. That yeah, is true. ironic. <laughs> Something uh, yeah, strange. It's, it's, it's a fun concert though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. You didn't chime in though on whether you'd pay eighty dollars for a hologram I would not do show. That. Okay, good. No. Thank God. Uh, all right. I, <laughs> That's what the world's to coming to. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to see that. Yeah. AI. Yeah. So much AI in our future, y'all. Just. Oh man. <laughs> again. But then again, I'm hold thinking. on, Galesburg. Hold on to your slowness. Yes. <laughs> okay. Embrace it. I'm telling you. <laughs> embrace it. Away. I think people do embrace it. I think. I think so. People love the peace of mind that comes with that. Well, you do, or We're there's one or two things. Gales, like, you either leave, just, or you constantly bitch about it. And yeah. we had uh, Nikki Malley on last week, and we were talking about something very similar, which was if you're bitching about there being nothing or about it being too slow, you're not looking. You yeah. know, or it's just the wrong fit for you. Well, yeah, or you're unhappy because it doesn't matter where you go. I mean, they can move out to Boulder, Colorado, and they're still going to be the same. As they Sorry, say, son wherever of a you bitch. go, it's there like, you are. What, yeah. are, you, what are you yeah. looking for? Yeah, yeah. I don't. Well, well I you probably don't for. know yourself at that point. Yeah. I, when right. I moved back from Arizona after being in Arizona, and I was young, and I moved back to uh, back here, and I thought it was a failure. First ten years, I hated being back in Galesburg. It wasn't Galesburg; it was me. Right. I just had to look in the mirror to find the problem. Right? Right? It was me. I was the issue. Yeah. All right, Taylor Swift. Sorry. <laughs> I'm the problem, it's me. Is that a song? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what I do you think, mean? Uh, I had spent a decade and a half away from Galesburg, just exploring, trying to find what what I was looking for. Yeah. I had no idea what it was. Trying to find Tid. Well, I was. <laughs> I, I, I was a vagabond. I roamed. Um, and I ultimately ended up with a position that allowed me to come back. And... You know, where I was, what I was doing in life, I needed an airport and I needed internet. And that's what I needed to do to sustain uh, my career, my job at the time. I I'm living in Arizona, Phoenix at the time. I loved Phoenix. I really did enjoy it, but it was expensive. The airport 
with traffic was a hellacious drive. And I'm thinking, well, my folks are in Galesburg and um, they're not going to get they're not getting any younger. You know, I want to kind of be closer to family and friends, things that I knew again. And I had I had traveled. I had done a lot. And so I came back and lo and behold, I ended up finding my wife. And we have a great daughter. We have a wonderful house. Like the things that you're talking about. And it, and it wasn't necessarily that I threw in the towel to come back to Galesburg. But I came back to familiar. And it's something. I, I understood the negative on. attitude, yeah. though. Because this town was, I mean, there was so much industry here. And then it all just went away. So when it all goes away and you're here forever, I get maybe you were worried, like, what's going to happen to my town? Well, that wasn't anything necessarily that the town for, did, though. No, right. <laughs> yeah. no that's just the I world. I think people changed. were in a place at that time that they just wanted something to blame. Because there was a lot of frustration. And yeah. there was a lot of change. And when there's change, there's resistance. And if you don't want to do anything different then you want to blame somebody because you have to or, so yes you make a bumper sticker that says you Gilsburg. know great place to starve and the person driving does not look like you know starving. what you know what line <laughs> you know what fine. hey you can, can we just admit that that's just you know what movie line comes into my head every time i saw that sticker from tom cruise born on the fourth of july love it or leave it tommy love it or leave it <laughs> i just i don't know if you're gonna be here and be a negative nancy then shit or get off right. the there you go that's I actually have a song about this uh, this topic. Are you going to play shit or get off the pot? Uh, yes. This yes. song is called Kick Ass. It's my the Walker Jr. Uh, no. He's but, coming uh, to the Rust Belt, by the way, soon. I did see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I might try to go to that. Uh-huh. We'll see. Oh, I saw. That's, that's dirty. where I saw I Rick take, at. You going to take your wife? Uh, I would have to. I don't, or could I never take her? To yeah, true. With Mandy, Eric, and Ted, it's the A Little Off Track Podcast. Stay tuned for more live music from today's guest, Seth Coquit. I yeah, yeah. actually have a, a song I wrote from my perspective, living in Kwan at the time. Yeah. Like, as a kid, basically, growing up. And uh, this is why I wrote this song, my early 20s, really, actually. Yeah. Um, but uh, this song's called Does My Hometown Break Your Heart? farms have all come and gone so many around here have disappeared what used to take many now only takes a few does my hometown break your heart does my hometown break your heart One foot in the present and one in the past You can't blame folks for living a life That we thought would always last And old timers can't change the times Change so damn fast Does my hometown break your heart? Does my hometown break your heart? It's getting pretty hard, pretty hard to find They say the factory's shutting down, moving down the line Wall Street and Uncle Sam, they keep squeezing every dime And our spirits keep on losing ground in these ever harder times And everybody'd have a new flag Flying in their hearts All but lately we just have not Does my hometown break your heart? 
break your heart In the big box store Move to the town next door And nothing we buy there is made here And the dollar don't buy what it did last year Does my hometown break your heart? Does my hometown break your heart? Work's getting pretty hard, pretty hard to find. They say the factory's shutting down, moving down the line. Wall Street and Uncle Sam, they keep squeezing every dime. And our spirits keep on losing ground in these ever harder times. And everybody'd have a new flag. Flying in their hearts But lately we just have nights Does my hometown break your heart? Hometown break your heart Hometown break your heart Hometown break your heart Yeah, that so perfectly encapsulates that, that conversation that. right there. That song gave me chills, I man. Love that. Seth's got a song so, for uh, every we're topic. To record that one this summer. Yeah, well done having a song for every topic. <laughs> yeah. No, you should absolutely record that. That is yeah, a beautiful so we're, song. I think we're gonna do that one this summer. Maybe another one. So is that the vibe of your uh, new band? Uh, yeah, very much so. I love it. I absolutely love it. I think what I loved about Frank F is I'm a huge bluegrass junkie. And yeah. I like the storytelling that goes along with that. Mm-hmm. And I will take any iteration of the storytelling mm-hmm. that goes on that's just like that, man. Yeah. I, I love stuff that is personal and kind of gut-wrenching and heartbreaking. And Am I the only one who says to you, Seth, um, I didn't know you had all these good songs in you. Have people said that? <laughs> Well, Damn. I, because you were you yeah, were a fiddle player. I have more. If you, want to hear it, you know what I mean. You're I you're you're a fiddle player back in the day, and then and then all of a sudden you pick up this guitar and you're a singer songwriter. I'm like, where the hell did yeah. Seth come from? I, I guess I guess I sort of knew it was brewing because you told me it was. So weird for me to hear people say I write good songs because like for me, if I I don't know how to be like here I am. You know what I'm like, I don't <laughs> yeah. have that kind of like confidence, assuredness, or, like, sure, or yeah. give a shittedness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To like. <laughs> I mean, I do. I do care about uh, music, especially because it's very true to who I am. But I don't know how to be. I don't know. I yeah, just, no, I understand I what you're saying. It. I don't yeah, see yeah. It. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but yeah. Are you selling this shit? Like not, you should be. Not yet. <laughs> not yeah, yet. you should be. That, I don't know. That should song. I be? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> okay. That song cool. just is so. Applicable. Let's figure this out on the show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> how do you sell? Music nowadays. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was a rhetorical yeah, question. Rhetorical, yeah. <laughs> is it that? I don't know. Uh, do, do bands pay more attention? Do you guys pay attention to merch? Is that is that going to pay for everybody's uh, uh, yeah, gas I mean, and? Uh, yeah, and I think uh, I think the story has to get out like what, what our songs are about, and that would require us to record them. Ah, uh, <laughs> you know? yes. So I think we're going to start focusing more on on that aspect of it because how can anyone know who you are if they're not hearing songs 
by you or of you. Well, I hope that this podcast does something because I know from Which the stuff that you just played right thing. now yeah. versus from the last time that I heard you, I'm coming to hear you guys the next time you're out. Like, and if it means driving to Shits Creek, I'm going <laughs> to drive up Shits Creek. Which is a great spot. <laughs> I I'm bet telling. it was, yeah. man. <laughs> it's a good spot. No, I'm serious about the merch thing, though. Is that is that something that's important to uh, to bands? Oh, yeah. I yeah. would say, especially if you're on the road, we, we're not like road musicians. And some bands are way better at uh, uh, encompassing that into their whole yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, something I'm also figuring out, you know. As someone with a business degree, I suck at business. <laughs> <laughs> like, so. I just really want to play music and <laughs> right. let somebody else do this. You've like, been down to Nashville to record. Uh, yeah, I have. Tell me about uh, that experience. So I went down there uh, a couple years ago to visit my sister, actually. Uh, she lives down there. And uh, my brother-in-law, Clint, uh, plays with Cole Swindell. That's right. Whatever, but oh, he, he's got some cool. famous connections. Wow. Which they just played in Peoria on a Friday night. Um, but uh, I had other plans. But so anyway, I recorded it with him. He has a studio in his bedroom. Like yeah, this. yeah. Like, it would be like having a studio in here. Yeah. yeah. We just recorded that song. And then um, we actually had, uh, I had at the time, uh, some other musicians come in and play on it. Mm-hmm. Because he was producing it. So I was like, I'll go with whoever you want to use. Were you okay it's, with that? Totally, yeah. Yeah. Because um, I think the the core of the song, and the song was Old Timer. Yeah. The one I played earlier. Yeah. But it's, if you listen to the production, it's the drum, like everything's great. Uh, the drummer from Little Big Town played on it. Oh, wow. So Hubert oh. Payne played on that. And, uh, she's saying it's almost the, too the good. The key player, the bass <laughs> player, the guitar player from Swindell, which they're just, touring guys yeah they're just trying to make i mean they're musicians but they're also trying to make extra money and it's interesting the way it works nowadays because you can send a track to me and i can record it yeah in my room mm-hmm. and send it back to you and then throw it in yeah know. lay some other so, stuff on top of it and yeah. boom, there you go that's how it and works. get paid for it and probably forget you even oh i played on that 25 years ago i don't sure. even remember playing on yeah, that there's no there's <laughs> no uh rules or limits really yeah. on what you want to do but yeah. So how do we get our hands on that? Uh, it's actually under my solo project, Seth Coquit, or Seth Samuelson Coquit is what it, the full name Website? I go by. Um, Apple Music. You can Apple find it Music, on there. Yeah. yeah. So or what did the Spotify. Na- Nashville yeah. experience do for you as a musician? Did it send you down a road faster? Did it, uh, uh, where did it guide you? Or, no, or was it, it just it, the if experience? If anything, it gave me uh, food for thought. Like, I, would I move down to Nashville? Sure. But... Uh, I'm also uh, coming to terms with like I don't need to move there to participate in music, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. For me, it's like I'm not in any rush. I guess I'm a very patient guy. I don't know what that is, but uh, well, patient when it comes to long term projects that I figure well, I'll never stop playing. So yeah. for me, it's just about going with the flow. Yeah. Well, there's got to be something to say about like where you're at, being able to put together what you want with talent from there, yeah. and still being able to go out and play a place like Shit's Creek or play like the local place, yeah. have people come and enjoy your stuff, yeah. as opposed to maybe necessarily being in Nashville where everything everybody is fighting for the same yeah. piece oh, yeah. of and yeah, it is, and uh, I mean. For me, it's about building friendships. Like, if you come to a show, like we're we're friends now. Cool. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it's not like uh, and like I'm sure all musicians think of it that way. 
But me, I I don't know. I, I don't know where that cuts off, and I just think of you as a fan. You know, I, I don't, mm. I don't mm. find it to be weird. No, I get right? that, yeah. Yeah, so... That's down the road a little bit. Long term goals. We're all friends. Yeah. I like that. So in like 25 years when I come back up to you and I'm like, man, remember when we did that thing in Eric's uh, in Eric's studio at his house? And you're like, who are you? <laughs> yeah. And right? why are you standing so close to me? <laughs> then you know you've made it. <laughs> Dad? Is that you? Dad? <laughs> oh. It's like when uh, Ricky Bobby, or not, sorry, Waterboy, Bobby Boucher's <laughs> dad shows up at the end of the movie. He's like, I seen you on the ESPN. <laughs> We're gonna make lots of money. Bobby Remember that? Yes. Sorry, that's a random thought. About my head. Hey, your what? last name Coquit. I mm. that's not a, a common last name. What is the? Um... Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, Let's yeah, make fun of that. No, Irish. Yeah. Like, no, I'm yeah. curious. Yeah. Uh, it's it's. What did you, you say? Irish. One more guess. Scottish. One more guess. <laughs> Finish. <laughs> English. It's, uh, French? it's French. Oh, well, well, I would have never gotten there, man. It's Belgian. It's like it's like Belgian. It's like Flemish Dutch is actually the how we trace it back at least Flemish Dutch, okay. which is like a, a region of Belgian, Belgian, Belgium. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, that's where it comes from. Okay. I don't really know the ancestral trail. Right. So I did a random search on Facebook a couple years ago. I did some heavy research. I typed in Coquit. Wow. <laughs> Ooh. That's the search intense. bar. And uh, we found like this long lost relative in uh, Belgium. He still lives in Belgium. Uh, actually, two of their brothers, uh, Patrick and, and Freddie Coquit. They're just guys, old dudes in uh, Belgium, you know, but it's like. Who has the last name Coquit? Right. Yeah. There weren't a and lot. And they look like us, so. <laughs> it must be they so. Must be Did you reach out to him? Uh, yeah, so, like, we pretty much just, like, Facebook message back and forth, you know. Uh, at some point, I'd like to get over there and, like, see. Did you make the, enough the of a motherland? connection that it wouldn't, like, be weird if you show up and you're like, we're here. Right, exactly. <laughs> Where's the spare bedroom? We have the same unique last, last name. Like, name. We got to or something. <laughs> Can somebody show me the keys to the palace? The palace, <laughs> the, yeah. Show me how to get there. I don't know that uh, that we can get one more. We can maybe squeeze one more song out of Seth, but real quick, we should do the thing about the thing. The about thing the about thing. the thing? The thing about the thing about I've the thing. I've got a thing about a thing, but I have a feeling that Mandy and I may fight over our thing. Too. Really? I think Seth, so. The, well, thi- the thing about the thing. thing. The thing about the thing, if you've seen something, heard something, or what's the other thing? Read or read something. something that you think other people will be interested in. So ponder on that for a second. Yeah. Ooh, you, you go first. You have Theodore's to always gonna have go to go last. I get to go first yeah. this time? All right. All right. Well, my thing about a thing today is, uh, and again, we'll, we'll be speaking in the past, but last night, uh, my wife and my daughter and I went to Newsies. Oh, nice. Woo, woo. Was this going to be your thing about a thing? Yeah, but I have a backup thing. Uh, well, we can talk about our yeah, thing about the thing yes. together. Um, so Newsies put on by Tim Holmes. Tim Holmes is going to be on the show here in a couple of weeks. Yes, of the Performing Arts Academy. Performing Arts Academy. Yeah, with yeah. Katie Reddington. My, my daughter, uh, first year in Performing Arts Academy was this year. And there is Act 1 and Act 2. Act 2 was who put on the Newsies last night. It was at the Orpheum Theater here in Galesburg. It was phenomenal. Yeah. Have you seen it yet? Did we you see it Friday, Friday night? Yeah. Oh my God. It was amazing. Like it was amazing to the point where as soon as we got out of there, 
my daughter was like, can we go home and can we watch the Disney Aww. one? And my wife and I are like, yep. And that's exactly what we did. But it's it goes again to that thing of like, if you think that there's nothing going on here, you're dead wrong. Like the talent that was in that. And we're talking, okay, act two of performing arts and check me on this. I believe is sixth grade through uh, 12th grade in high school. I believe you're right. Yes. And um, you touched on this a little bit ago or early on where you were talking about the band program that you're doing. And maybe it's not necessarily picking up an instrument, but it is uh, mixing something down or record doing the recording. And what I love about performing arts is that uh, one of Aaron's daughter, Charlotte, yes. uh, a friend of my daughter's, in performing arts, she was sitting at the board last it was, night. I took a picture and I was like, badass Charlotte running the soundboard. It yeah. was amazing. And there's something for everyone in this program. Like, not only can you get on stage if that's your jam, you can learn how to run the soundboard. You can do production manager. You can run the back of the show. You can get on sets. You can get on. And it was like reading down that program list and listing like people in the community, like parents that are involved, alums of the program that are involved, uh, Wes, Becky's uh, husband, yeah, mm, yeah, doing stuff in it. So like everybody coming together to put on this program and just the raw talent in that building, mm. like really set me back last night. I was, I was super stoked to like see it. I was so proud that we have something like that. And then like envisioning my daughter moving Aww. into some sort of role within that. Yeah. And it's I don't done... even think the performing arts people know the impact they make. I don't know. I mean, great. it is the the things that that they offer and the multifacets of it. Like it's not just about being on stage. Here mm-hmm. are like aspects of a show that absolutely you have to have these components for it to work mm-hmm. and if that's what you want to do we'll show you how to do that and i was I, I love it i love performing arts i love that my daughter's a part of it i love that we have something like that here in town and that's my thing about a thing yeah. you went over your love limit but that's awesome yeah, All right. <laughs> yeah and i'll just add you know tim holmes is my very best friend like He's your spirit animal, right? Yes, something like that. He knocked it out of the park. I have been going and seeing these shows for as long as we've been best friends, so 20 years. And every time I walk out and I'm like, how many people had to come together, like you're saying, but I mean, you know how kids are. Managing children is its own Thing. It's like herding cats. It is like herding cats. Yeah. So it's like such, it's it's chaos that's been brought into this funnel and then like it explodes in this talent phenomenon on stage. And it's so professional, it's startling. Yeah. That's well, and what always gets building me. building character in these kids. Jensen, who was the lead role yeah, uh, right. in, in last night's, Jensen was part of Act One, and she kind of took my daughter under her wing and helped her during the Act One performance and came up to my wife and I after the show, and she's like, she's got it. Like, whatever you do, Uh, keep pushing her down this road. But that's it. Like, the people that are a part of it are are spewing out into other aspects of it. And people came back, and we sat next to the Scharfenbergs last night. And I'm like, oh, do you know someone in this? And Ellie looked at me, and she's like, 
no, I used to be in it, so we just oh, always wow. come back for it. So it's another one, yeah. like, like you're saying, like I've been going to these for years. I used to be a part of these, and now mm-hmm. I come back and I support these. And just the ongoing, like the ripple effect that that has is... Yeah, it seems like you're getting two things. Of the things I did, I took Mandy's thing. You so I'm just, steal I'm just, it back. I'm running over um, into Mandy's so time. I saw on Facebook <laughs> that Eric got a new job. I did get a new oh. job. So that's what mine is. That's something I saw that I wanted to share because it makes my heart so happy. I'm going to brag on you and embarrass you, and I know you're going to hate the whole whole thing, but. I have never worked with anyone Hated already. who has <laughs> what you have. You are a creative genius. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, like. And you should be doing that, and you're doing that again, and it makes me so happy. So Agreed. tell 100%. us what you're doing, will you appreciate please? That. I appreciate that very much. That's yeah, awesome. go on. Elaborate yeah, uh, on what you're so doing. So working for uh, Titan Broadcasting right. in uh, Burlington, Iowa, mm-hmm. um, I worked 27 years for uh, John Pritchard. Now I work, I've worked uh, five days for his son, LJ, <laughs> down in Burlington. The first five days went really good. Good. Yeah, so uh, a production director and doing uh, uh, on-air uh, middays on the bowl. On the bowl, which yes. is a great station, and I think a lot of people are going to love you on there. You I had the pleasure of working with Eric for about nine months out at the airport, uh, which was awesome. And thanks to the folks at Jet Air for it best transitional job ever. You know what? Like, I'm not even mad. Like when when he's like, I, I'm gonna. I think I'm thinking about going and doing this. Like, is this going to be a problem? It's like, fuck no, man. Like, this is where you should be. Yeah. yeah. It was just uh, like a pleasure to be able to like help you out of one. I appreciate the situation. Love. Yeah, and get yeah. into where you should be. You made that transition. No, you, I didn't you and do Toby, anything. Well, you and Toby and the no. gang at Jet Air did, no. and and I appreciate all that love. Thank you, man. Hey, but much. you should know in Burlington, there's a place called Grandpa's Ice Cream. Yeah, and it is the fucking shit, you guys. <laughs> My daughter's dentist is in Burlington because they use laughing gas, and <laughs> we had to take her yeah. when she was like two, and I was like, I will drive anywhere. For the gas. Nice. My, I've never had it, but my husband said he had a root canal with the gas and he could have done it himself. <laughs> He's like, I was like, give me the tools. I got this. <laughs> um, so we drove from the start. And so now it's a great reason to get Grandpa's We love Galesburg Dentistry, but the, the gas in uh, Iowa. <laughs> yeah, give me some gas. Southeast Iowa's gas a little bit better. <laughs> yeah. So Grandpa's ice cream. And you tell me when you have it, text me because it's going to it's going to change your world. I love Wait, you. the gas or the ice cream? That's, I good. think, how you really should do it. Not Seth Coquit, our guest. Seth, what have you been ruminating on since we uh, uh, give you enough? Something is, my wife is from Burlington. So. Oh, that's great. And, uh, is that her right? family lives there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you guys go uh, quite often, I take it. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's probably, awesome. Probably yeah. once a month. Try to get over really? there. Seth's going to be able to give you the load. Tell me a little bit about what yeah. should I do in Burlington. Burlington's great. Um, how about the, some, the hill? Something is going to be Burlington. Oh, nice. Actually, there's a restaurant over there called Good. Yes. Is it pretty it's, good? It's world class. It's like it's a great. <laughs> That's restaurant. awesome. And yeah. it's in like a historic, beautiful old it home. Is. And uh, yeah, so beautiful place. It's called Good. It's called yeah. Good. That's it. Eric's That's, looking it up. No, on his no, phone right I'm now. not. But here's all the uh, uh, the the places I've been told eating in Burlington. I made a little note. You made a note. Uh, the Somme. The Somme used to be the Sombrero. So it's okay. the Somme. Go sushi. Okay. A guy that used to work at the radio station always wanted to open a sushi restaurant. He left the radio station. He opened up a sushi oh, restaurant. Yay. And then, and then you said, good. Good. Yeah. yeah. Good. And uh, there's another Mexican restaurant downtown, like probably close to where you work. Uh, yeah. Lindo's. Lindo's. Okay. And they 
are phenomenal. That's pretty great. Going there for years. Uh, their potato uh, enchiladas are really mm. out of this world. Wow. That's awesome. But, Good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, did he just get out by bragging about his town, his yeah. wife's yeah. town? Yeah. Will you sing that, uh, the song about your wife? Oh, will you sing that song Eric about your wife? His, we don't know, but hold hold that. Eric's got to do his thing about a thing. Okay. The thing oh, about yeah, the right. thing. Right. I really yeah. don't have anything that I've seen, read, or done. Yeah. Um, you know what you've done is you started back into where you radio. should be. Yeah, that yeah, that's, that's my thing, yes. And I, I seriously, I do uh, appreciate the love. I'm making that drive. Uh, uh, every day, and it's not that bad. I did it out in Phoenix, and it was much longer. You know about long drives in cities. So, and people do it from here to Peoria to Quad Cities every day. They've been doing it for years. So, the drive is just a little additional. If there's a worse thing about it, it's the drive, and the drive's not yeah, that bad. But you so. get to come over that cool bridge every day, which yes. is kind of a moment, isn't well, it? Well, and when I get off the the uh, highway off 34 there, um, off the bridge, and I'm now in Iowa. That first turn onto Court Street is straight up a hill. I feel like I'm, I'm like, am I gonna make it? <laughs> In my new Cadillac? Am I going to make it? Celebrating local artists, featuring their talent, and not taking anything too seriously. On the A Little Off Track podcast with Eric Hansen, Ted Bevenauer, and Mandy Balzer. Seth, thanks for, first of all, by the way, uh, doing a show last night, uh, at late night, and then getting up and coming over here. And uh, we know you got to pick up the kids soon. Yes, I'm going there next. Can we can we grab another one from you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Do what you want to do. You said you have a, a few songs about your wife. Yeah. Do the favorite song you love to play about your wife. Yeah, it's called from Burlington. Uh, yeah, leave the light on, Lindsay. So this one's just about being gone, this, this doing is... a show, and then not being home. Wait, what's your wife's name? This is when we were traveling more, uh, Lindsay. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> just making sure. Just making sure. Leave on the back porch light. I'm coming home tonight And I've been missing sleep and you For a while And I can't wait to walk through the door Set this guitar case down on the floor Make love and get back to where we were before Oh, we've been on the road Rolling around like stones Singing songs about you And Jesus, I need you so And I love you and I miss you so but I hear the boys calling Lindsay leave the porch light on oh I hear the boys calling we gotta play one more show it's hard to admit this old highway dream Comes closing in And we're just parting between the lines Oh, we've been on the road Rolling around like stones Singing songs about you and Jesus, I need you so. 
and I love you and I miss home but I hear the boys calling Lindsay leave the porch light on Oh, I hear the boys calling We gotta play one more show Oh, I hear the boys calling Lindsay, leave the porch light on Oh, I hear the boys calling We gotta play one more show Seth Coquit and, uh, happy birthday, Lindsay! Yeah, happy yeah, birthday. birthday today. So, <laughs> that's awesome. get home. And You've texted her, right, and, and called her today. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah good, good, good. I'm well, a, I try to be a good husband. <laughs> try. <laughs> Within our first ten uh, episodes, we got to have uh, uh, one of my favorites, anyway, uh, Seth Coquin on. We appreciate it, brother. Yeah, yeah man. you're Thank fabulous. You. Yeah. We didn't know if we were going to bring Seth. next time. Come back and uh, I'll bring the others. Br- yeah, bring yeah, the others hey, yeah. and bring, bring the fiddle, fiddle. The, the next yes. time. Yeah, I want to hear that fiddle too. Right on. Thanks to William Colvin at Laidback Banner Studios in Galesburg for mixing and mastering the show. If your band is ready to make an album, William is ready to make it sound amazing at Laidback Manor Studios in Galesburg. On behalf of our hosts, Eric Hansen, Ted Bevenauer, and Mandy Balser, thanks for going a little off track. Mm-hmm.